Jay from Project Unity, Jean-Luc and I are the Dream Team. Just joking. We like to have fun and talk about all kinds of weird and woo that you can get your hands on. Nick Pope's jacket, secret documents, transferred via Zoom. This whole thing is nuts. We had a good time. We had a couple drinks. It was a blast. Oh, and I forgot to hit record. So the beginning of this starts out a little weird. It's Jay talking about his latest thing with Richard Dolan and um, some things that Lou Elizondo was saying or confirming. Wanting to talk about this. Have you come across this group before? And Lou says, yes. And then he says, can you expand on that at all? And he says, I cannot. And so it was like a proper like, whoa, wait, hang on a second. And this was the first time I'd ever heard of Zodiac ever. I, I, this is, you know, outside of the Zodiac killer, um, which, is a, <laughs> which is a great film, by the way, as well, uh, with, uh, with Robert Downey Jr., I think. <laughs> But it's a yeah, true no, story uh, where people are <laughs> murdered, but it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, but yeah, no, so this is the first time I heard about Zodiac. And so, um, Jean-Luc, what, what have you found out about Zodiac? Please tell me. Well. And turn your mic yeah. up too, dude, if you can, because you kind of sound like you're in a little echo, just like yeah. kind of yeah, away from like, it's because I need to sit closer. Can you hear me now? A little bit better. better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit better. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, well, all, a quick search, basically, because I kind of recognized it from somewhere, but there's some documents from like the 1999, um, a letter sent to a guy called Timothy uh, Cooper, who was like a, a UFO researcher, um, but he sort of focused on the MJ-12 stuff. Um, but this letter he was sent um, begins kind of basically by saying, please read everything I'm about to tell you is the truth. I'm not a prankster or a wacko. Um, my reason for typing this letter is to give you the facts as I know them and what is called in spy jargon as a walk-in. All right, so basically then he goes on to tell him all about the MJ-12 stuff and that's where he talks about Zodiac. So like uh, in that context, he says, um, the group has been called by many names. The most recent one was used in 92 and was identified by the name Jehovah. At one time it was called Zodiac and may have been changed in 1995. So there you go. Man. So, so Zodiac, who did that? I'm sorry, Jay, I didn't mean to cut you off. Who, who, who wrote that? An anonymous source. Oh. When you start reading it, and bearing in mind it's 1999, it's yeah, kind of pretty relevant to what's been talked about ever since. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. No, sorry to cut you off, man. I just didn't. I was like, "Who the hell wrote that?" No, okay. no, no, no. It's fine. Like, so Zodiac, Zodiac's meant to be like what one of the the latest names for the continuation of like this kind of majestic. Well, this says, actually says on here at one time it was called Zodiac, right? Um, but when you start looking at it, they're talking about majestic, um, but they said that majestic was a consolidation of other two other groups, so. Oh, hang on, no, MJ-12 was a, a, a consolidation of two Pentagon projects, Majestic and Jehovah, overseen by 12 high-level military intelligence and scientific institutions. Um, what it goes on to talk about more about is kind of the fact that it's nuclear strike stuff and uh, EB deceptions and the Eisenhower stuff and all that. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like, right. have, you seen, have you seen it? Or? No. Mm -mm. All right. Um, I'll, well, I'll send it to you, man. Yeah, yeah. Send it over. Send it over. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, yeah, I guess you just need to have a read through because it's the only thing I found online. Now, yeah, the only yeah. thing I did find 
when I started to look into it was Timothy Cooper um, wrote a book, co-authored a book with Rick Doty. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that'll already that'll send some alarm bells ringing for people already for mm-hmm. sure. So, it's, so the book was called "Exempt from Disclosure: The Disturbing Case About the UFO Cover-Up," and it was written by Robert M. Collins and Richard C. Doty with Tim Cooper as a contributing writer. So, I'm guessing it was maybe one of these two guys that was the contact. Yeah, must <laughs> have been right. It probably must have been like Doty or someone. Yeah, giving well, him this, uh... the fact that there's a book written by Richard C. Doherty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. But, yeah. But, uh, the fact that this conversation was had and some credence was given to it and strange. Well, yeah. No. To be fair, I mean, this book was written when that book. Uh, well, that letter was received in 1999 so, right. so a while back and and you know uh, Lou Elizondo genuinely did uh, acknowledge the existence of a group called Zodiac so it does kind of it does kind of lend credence to uh, to what's being stated in this much older letter uh, so you know I'll give them I'll give them points for that at least oh mate it's big points I mean <clears throat> yeah I mean who am I to say I mean I know that Doty his reputation is poor <laughs> let's say, yeah, let's say. Uh, he's just been he's, he's been given a pretty rough ride through the uh, ufo community although people seem to blame him for stuff that he's not necessarily responsible for people get the story mixed up with with doty a little bit but people always, you know he's a counterintelligence officer so that's immediately the the red flag for everyone really isn't it you know who else is a counterintelligence officer Lou Elizondo. <laughs> that's it Lou Elizondo. Yeah, I know, and that's why. But this is this, and you know, this is why we should always like kind of challenge what's coming out in terms of the narrative. Like the cool thing about Lou is that I've noticed that he he's not he's not like the things that he's saying can be backed up by what's going on, like the U.S. Navy testimony and like you know the 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 data and the radar returns and all that kind of stuff that we're seeing coming out into the Senate. So that's kind of the interesting difference is he's not he's not coming out and saying incredibly extravagant things. These are not backing up. Well, yeah, no, for real. He's not, he's, you know, he's not saying those type of stuff, but you should always like the way that I've kind of packaged this recently and the way that I genuinely believe to be the, the, the best way for me personally is that we should support people like Lou and Chris and, and people that are trying to push this forward, but we should consistently challenge the narrative. You know, you can support transparency, but you can challenge the narrative when you know it goes deeper than what's being currently said. So I kind of think they want us to do that. And to a certain extent, cause you know, they've got these non-disclosure agreements they can't actually go that far down the line without breaking or breaching those agreements. They probably want people like us to kind of go, hey, there's way more going on here. There's, it goes deeper than even what they're saying because they can't say it themselves. So, you know, that's kind of the difference I see with Lou. Um, but I still think that we should just challenge the narrative that's coming out. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah. Everything has to be. I mean, I don't know these people. Yeah, for sure. You know, I don't know what's in their hearts. What I do know is that if you're a counterintelligence agent, you're pretty good at playing people. Yeah, 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 no doubt. But at the same time, you might be an absolute legend who's coming clean and is being like honest and decent, and that's a great narrative too, man. So you decide what you want to choose. I mean, look at the history of ufology and disinformation, counterintelligence, uh, infiltrating groups. Riddled with it. Riddled, really. Riddled. And from the very beginning, from like day one. By design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like, 
and a lot of these people who seem to be the champions and then the demons of it usually are these same groups. I mean, to be honest, the entire narrative, apart from experiences, is pretty much driven by American counterintelligence and ex-military operatives, you know, like there's no one else writing about anything about the military and that kind of world of aliens. It's not how it is. Like in the UK, that's not how it is. In France, it's not how it is. Like it's only America that's like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no, you go. But why do we have the, why do why does America have like the stranglehold on all of this? That's what I keep getting at. I mean, like where at one at what point did, did the US go, hey, the rest of the world, just shut up. You guys aren't you're like, you're not doing yourselves any favor or, and or repercussions. Right. I mean, is, does it get to the point where that's a thing? Did the U S go and just like strong arm everybody and go, Hey, yeah, you're not going to talk about any of this shit. We're going to manage the whole thing and they're going to go along with it. I mean, you got to think at some point, one of these countries is going to be like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> it's an, I honestly, well, sorry, go on, John. Well, I suppose that that takes you down, you know, the, the same route that people don't like, which is there's a bigger conspiracy than you think, and it's linked into lots of different things. Yeah. I mean, like, if there's a secret alien intelligence that's being given people the answers to mysteries and ultimate power and all these things, people keep secrets. And the reason they keep secrets isn't for the benefit of humanity. It's usually for the benefit of themselves. Uh-huh. Let's face it, man. Like, I mean, if America, I mean, the real conspiracy of it, if this is the truth, is that if there's been knowledge of this stuff and in terms of them harnessing power, zero point energies and that sort of thing, and knowing about it, let's say, best case scenario, they've known about that for 50 years. All right. It's a lot longer, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. But let's say it's 50 years. That's 50 years where we've still been poisoning the planet and still having wars for oil and still just all the bad shit that happens, like everything, everything that's bad about this world is basically usually around who's going to get the resources. Yeah. You can get that territory, dig that hole and get that black gold out. Yeah. Like, um, and then, you know, so you have wars created and reasons to go into these places, weapons of mass destruction, mm. really just take control. So the reality is you think about the pain and the heartbreak and the amount of people, that, especially in America, the people that died, troops, fighting for that sort of stuff. If the American military or some group in, the, in America or anywhere in the world have got technology that could have stopped all of that. <laughs> Somebody's got some explaining to do then, right? At that point. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it's interesting that they're opening the lid though, right? I mean, and also the, the, the fact that I think what's really interesting, and what you, you brought this up right at the beginning of this, John, is that, you know, everyone knows that it's kind of America's thing that they're keeping the secret. Like everyone, can, everyone can acknowledge that the phenomenon is a global issue, that it's right, happening right. all over the place. But when it comes to the kind of whole secret keeping, reverse engineering, Area 51, it's all this kind of like American folklore. And I find that really quite interesting. And it's... It, it's it seems to me because you know we we have incidents over here we have plenty of mm-hmm. cases and we have a very capable intelligence and defense and military infrastructure uh, not too dissimilar to your own except for the sheer size of it the capabilities of our intelligence gathering and our, our sensors are it's the same as the america's yeah. so like it's interesting that you guys are kind of like it's it's this weird thing of you're keeping it secret 
but you're also making it known that you're keeping it secret. Whereas in Britain, for example, we just don't say anything. The Ministry of Defense just doesn't say a word about it. Whereas you guys have leaks and whistleblowers and people coming out of programs. And it's just really, it's interesting that it's so much of an American phenomenon in that regard. Well, in, in Canada is the same way. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it is. Well, all right, let's think about it like in terms of like why is America keeping a secret? Okay, because I'm guessing the reason they're keeping the secrets because the secret kind of began with them at the end of World War Two. Yeah. So going back to my favorite, the narrative that I personally believe in that whatever tech came out of back of World War Two into America by a paperclip, essentially onwards and onwards, that's where it happened. That's where the secrets began. And because I think that the origins are dark as well, mm-hmm. yeah, like there's dark, a dark element to it. That's why it's kept secret. Yeah, and the other part than no, that, though, I'm that everybody that forgets. Energy sources. Well, no, John Luke, I completely agree. But the other part everybody for, com, forgets is that paperclip wasn't just America. The Russians got half of the scientists too. Yeah, and and, and there it's and come, like, it's, it's it's completely known now it was it was hidden up until at least the 90s even that during all of the space race in the in the shuttle program that the paperclip scientists were completely allowed to talk to the russian the germans that were in russian uh, at russia at the time and they collaborated mm-hmm. on all of the shit that's why if you look at this thing this is a buddy made this 3d model this is the this is the Russian space shuttle. I can't remember the name of it right now. It's escaping me. But this is like legit. This looks like the American space shuttle, right? But it's the Russian version. It's it's it only flew one time, but it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they have complete <laughs> access to the Russians were talking, you know, and, and they were all Germans, but they were in Russia and the Germans were in America and they were just talking to each other the whole time. So they built the same damn thing because that's the same thing. So we forget that if that shit's going on in America, you know damn well that shit's going on in Russia at the same time. Well, I think that, you know, also, certainly, well, I suppose we've always kept secrets from other nations. Oh, yeah. But nowadays, secrets is huge. In the old days, in the old days, whenever that was, before my time, it appeared that scientists enjoyed communicating with each other and working with one another, regardless of creed or nation state or wherever they were from they enjoyed each other's brains and right. their knowledge right. and their advancement of humanity and society and all these things now it's like well if we get that good stuff we don't want to debate it we don't want to talk about it or share it in fact even if most of them probably do the scientists but not allowed to because now the data they require probably involves large amounts of money and investment the only way you're going to get that is by signing well well that's that's you know that's literally what so many uh different kind of whistleblowers and people that have come out of even if it's not necessarily related directly to ufos but have just come out of clandestine 
um, research and development programs have said themselves, like these amazing scientists who say that the main hindrance to actual development and innovation is the fact that we can't communicate outside of this stovepipe and we can't engage in international, you know, infrastructure of academics. And, and we're in this tiny little basement trying to make something happen in extreme secrecy. And it's just kind of like, you know, that's, that's not where, cause you know, for a scientist, like I'm, I'm, I'm more of a creative person, like in terms of like what I like to do with my pursuits. But I see that as the same for a scientist when they're in their flow and they're doing what they're doing and they're finding out things. That's, that's creatorist in a basement somewhere with no lighting and then demanding that they make one of the most amazing pieces of music ever. And they're just sitting there with no inspiration and no ability to speak to anyone. So like, it's like, of course that's going to cause a massive kind of, uh, you know, disturbance to your ability to create something. Exactly. For example, like, you I mean, you might be the, the smartest scientist ever and say that to, to get where you need to be, you need to create a concert piano and but that piano has to be completely in tune yeah and the guy so the scientist can only afford the cheapest concert piano and he's and he's you know let's say that the piece of music he's composing as opposed to the scientist this is how i think is beautiful and it's if it was finished and it was played on the right instrument you know and the depth of the notes was perfect and you know that's the now convert that to science that's like the guy who's got the shit stuff and the guy who suddenly gets work at CERN or he gets paid for, to work for the Department of Defense or whoever it may be, you know, like, so. Now, what's um, your musical metaphor, John? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're all, so we're, we're all DJs, right? So I think all of it is, is like, you know how we, you know, you beat mix records and you do mashups and stuff. So you take the instrumental record, it's just the, it's just the vocals and you take the, you know, just the instrumental music Right. Mm-hmm. And you can create new songs. You know, you just do it in the club all the time. You know, you just beat, mix it Love up, it. just spin it in yeah. there. You just, and people are like, wait a minute, I know that beat, but those aren't the words. What is that? I like it. Yeah. And then you take a third record yeah. and dump it in there and scratch that in and everybody loses their mind. I think that's what, I, I think that's what you guys yeah, know. Sure. That's what we need. Sure. I, I think sure. that's what we need. That's why I like, that's why I like hip hop so much because yeah. like hip hop DJ production, because everything, if you like music and the history of music, especially like funk and soul and everything, yeah, everything's just uh, samples. So it's like, and like, you know, so I don't know why we get there, but we all love hip hop too. So. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, man, <for> sure. <laughs> no, but that's well, yeah. it. I think that's what, that's what we need. We need that whole mixture, man. We need, we need somebody to go, yeah, this is cool. And this is cool. But until you throw all yeah. that stuff together, that doesn't normally go together. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But this is what so really what, what really sorry just quickly I just want to say like what it seems to me after actually saying that verbalizing the idea that scientists I think probably would love to share would love to be talking to each other and pushing things forward and absolutely because people of that caliber that are able to talk like that and to work at that level are rare yeah so all of a sudden if you suddenly go all right so I'm only allowed to speak to the certain people who sign NDAs. All of a sudden, the people that you possibly could be advancing everything with, you suddenly narrowed it down to this tiny pool of people who've signed yeah. the, the NDA by the American government or the Russian government or whatever it may be. 
And that's where the breaking off. The Couch 22 for sure, because you need that finance stream, that revenue stream coming in through what is usually a, a governmental channel. And then that it, in come the restrictions and the NDAs. So that's one of the problems, the funding. And also, but, you know, that's what gives me genuine hope about what's unfolding now. And I'm hoping that the gradual uh, destigmatization of this issue is going to lead to more academic intrigue, which will then develop into programs and initiatives and funding streams and, and you know, ways in which they can start to develop on this because people are going once once academics are given permission to feel like they can do this without being laughed at they like there will be people who jump at the opportunity to figure things out and i think that um you know once that happens we're going to be way better off oh yeah well the thing that got me was that grant cameron's latest interview of jacques valet and Paolo yeah i still Harris. need to listen to that yeah, yeah. well one of the things he's yet. it's pretty good and he straight up asked him he said hey did was this meeting that you guys had at denny's did it really happen and jacques valet was like yeah and i guess there's an infamous meeting where it was like jacques valet um kit green um hell put off and a bunch of other people that got together in a denny's and were kind of like this is all what's going on this is what we know blah 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 and like had some kind of sit down where they were just discussing you know the state of everything from everybody's perspective and i think that that yeah. i don't know if that's the invisible college that they don't i don't know if that's the name they give each other themselves or whatever but like he basically said yeah that's true so to to your point like oh, right. jacques valet these, these guys still get all together in private and go and he said that in a couple of interviews jacques valet's like yeah we, we talk to each other we're scientists we talk to each other but you know we talk i mean they're sharing stuff with each other but not formally or officially but right we need to we need to get everyone listening needs to disperse out to every Denny's that they can locate. And we'll, just, we'll just pitch out there for a while and see what comes up. Staking out Denny's for Jacques Vallée. Staking out Denny's. Yeah, do a na- nationwide stakeout of Denny's, the entire establishment. And, you know, like this is, this is where clandestine through? information is passed through. It's all going through Denny's. <laughs> all of it. Like, have you noticed how they've all got really good, like, heads of hair as well? Like, the older fellas, like, how put off? He's got a really good head. <laughs> you've got, you got hair jealousy. Like, no, I, just, I am, man. It's really annoying. Like, it's like, God, God's sake. But I, I, I noticed that. I don't know if it was maybe something. Maybe, some maybe, maybe they're all two pays and we just don't know about it, you know? A, uh, a stiff oh, breeze. If, if they were all out in a park together and a stiff breeze hit him, you know? Just well, then, then what? happened fly off and it show the scales <laughs> and be like off world uh, have you seen the trailer for the new marvel movie what yeah. the uh, uh what's it called uh the <laughs> Yes, yeah, the Eternals. Yeah, I know. I was like, "What the hell? This is like the Anunnaki. This is this Book of Enoch." But then, it's, then, it, then it's kind of like the whole bit where it's like, and um, you know, we showed them how to advance, and then, but we've never wanted to interfere, but we've always been there. And it has the little montage going through. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. We just had obviously their um, one division thing on with the whole quantum universe, and then the. Babylon, basically, like the the lady and all that stuff, man. And the big UFO on the top so, of the so thing. The, 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 que- the question, the question is, are Marvel complicit in the disclosure effort, or is this just a consciousness thing that's happening where oh. people are being inspired to put things like this out there into the field? Like, what do you think? Are they are they serving a? a is someone within Marvel being told to do this, or is it just happening out of inspiration? 
Uh, <laughs> forever the conspiracy theorist up there like no 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 <laughs> this goes all the way to the top man disney <laughs> what was disney had his hands yeah, no, in for sure top, bro yeah for sure what, what i find interesting is like captain america and like when you watch like, the first captain america movie and if you read the old comics and stuff man, that whole thing nazi experimentation <laughs> right you know, right like, the cult experimentation yeah the occult it's all there yeah like let's uh-huh. take the weakling and then use our transhumanist powers and weird medication and turn him into a mighty avenger so yeah do you know what i mean it's the whole yeah. thing it's like it's transhumanism and like uh building the better man uh, the bigger man which essentially you know the nazis were right into that but who's into it now elon musk oh <laughs> sneaky elon you know, let's say like colonizing Mars with a perfect race of eugenically you're, created you're super elite. Elons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've nailed it. Just a bunch of just a bunch of Elon clones living on Mars, just oh, millions of them. It's the most doing, terrifying Jay? thing. I'm doing great. How are you? Elon? <laughs> yeah, they're all just they're all just talking to each other like Elon. It, yeah. Oh my god. Puff on the giant Elon, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's just the one there's just one Joe Rogan, just Joe just Rogan dispersed in there, just wandering around <laughs> trying to figure it all out. Well the the thing with Mars is like the Chinese lander landed last week and nobody right, said, right, nobody said yeah, anything. Yeah. Everybody was just like, Okay, cool. And it like they popped out a couple pictures, but like some of the pictures they took like on approach were like really, yeah. really like detailed and like, you know, very beautiful, like you know, like amazing 4K pictures you know, of whatever, and this thing lands. They're like, okay, cool. But China's all about that, anyways. They got a couple of things rolling around on the moon that they don't. Everyone saw like, yeah, oh, we sure. ran into some goo. We don't know what it is. <laughs> goo. What the fuck? You know. I love how didn't didn't we draw didn't we draw a dick in the sand? Yeah. With the rover. Like yeah. I saw there was a photo. There was a photo that looked like we'd drawn like a. And a big dick in the sand. With yeah. the, with the, I was like, wow, that's uh, yeah, America. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing with that is, this like, I was thinking that this whole race up to disclosure would probably be like, well, there's rogue countries, China, you know, that are going to go land on some of this stuff. And they're going to, they're not going to sit. I don't know if they'll sit there and play by America's rules. If America's just playing by my stupid theory, if America does strong arm or, or financially or go, oh, we'll give you a little bit of the tech or whatever yeah. to shut up. And China like, just goes, look, we found a monument on right, Mars yeah, about right. seven miles yeah. high. <laughs> and look, it's all written in Chinese. They're going to come up with some yeah. shit like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder, yeah. I wonder, I really do wonder like it. Cause you know, again, is it is it just the nature of the American culture that there even is this huge UFO scene with people doing this and talking about it? And, and I remember having this conversation, I think it was with UJ ages ago, where because in the UK, say this, say the scene was happening in the UK, we'd had Roswell, we'd had Washington 1952, we'd taken the paperclip yeah. scientists. I don't think it'd be this way, or if France had, or if yeah. It's, it's different it's different cultures though right it's different it's a cultural thing like you know this is i mean like i think i think it's fair to say and i we've we've you know we've been interacting like you and me with a lot of different americans and there's a diff there is a difference in culture and like you know i think that there is maybe the tendency to you know i'll give you a good example of of uh, like american culture versus british culture because this is and this has happened to me a few different times when i was living in london so if you go up to an american and you can correct me if i'm wrong on this but if you go up to an american and say how are you doing they'll genuinely start telling you their entire life story they'll go about all three <laughs> these things in britain in britain that's such a like error of etiquette like if you know in britain what we do is go you're right and you go yeah 
walk past yeah, each other. Yeah. That's it. That's all that you're meant to really do. There's like a few different words of acknowledgement that you're meant to give to each other, but you never start telling people how your yeah. actual life is going. My God, you know. <laughs> so it's like there's this difference in you guys want to talk about stuff. And I think that that has in of itself fueled maybe the, the kind of like disclosure that's coming out in America is there's this yeah, tendency sure. to actually want to be the one at the front. You know oh. what I mean? You think of American government, not necessarily American people, but you look right. at the government and how it's trying to put itself out there as like the number one, the biggest military. And so maybe it wants to own disclosure as well, you know, in its own way. We're cowboys, man. That's, I mean, if you think about it, we're, we're always the, we're like, think about it. If you think of America, you think of cow guys riding on horses with yeah, guns, rolling, sure. just doing what the hell we want to do. Well, yeah, Britain's just like oh, ruff, ruff, ruffle, yeah. ruffle our coats. Like, and oh, you don't, don't talk to me. I'm eating a crumpet, and I have it. We'll keep those things behind closed doors. Yeah, maybe. keep that behind closed doors. Lock <laughs> that away. That's don't right, bloody yeah. talk about. It. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. in America. Like you know, in in like, well, actually, it's a rubbish argument. I was about to say, like you know, remember like Chicago in the 1930s, the gangsters. Yeah. yeah. I remember like, that. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, me too. In my past life, like, yeah. yeah. It was like you know, and you see the movies and stuff, and it's the newspapers spinning. It's like Al Capone. Yeah, he's, he's free again, and Al Capone kills him. You know, he gets out, and he's always free, but he's always in the newspaper. Right. And like you know, you see Al Capone parading down the street with his crew. I'm Al Capone smoking a big cigar, and gangsters being gangsters and being celebrated for being gangsters, like. Didn't really get that in this country either. Like, you got the craze. Like, that, that was yeah, my that's true. argument. But it's that element of kind of like where people who usually might be quiet aren't gangsters, for example. You think they might hmm. be quiet. They might be like, I want to actually have a criminal empire where I'm not. Yeah, it's big, bigger personas. Bigger personas. Bigger personas, yeah. 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 Is that, I don't know if that's the case because I wonder, because where's the big personas in? Great Britain. I mean, what you got, you, Nick? Perry? Right there, you guys. I'm looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I see. I don't see anybody else. <laughs> Fuck Nick Where Pope. I see you guys. I have a, I have a huge persona. And it's massive. <laughs> and open the window. It's getting big. Gar- gar- gargantuan persona. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, like Nick Pope, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Pope, I guess, would be one of those people. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, like, you know, like, the one example we've got in this country, Nick Pope, no disrespect, but every time you see Nick Pope on a television show, he's forced to wear a leather jacket. Like, he's doing <laughs> Are you sure he's forced? Maybe he just really loves I'm that saying jacket. He's forced, all right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure it, it helps me if he's forced. And, Does he have to drink it. tea in every interview, too? Because I don't know if that's a yeah, thing. Is it? Absolutely. <laughs> we, we all do. That's, that's a nationality prerequisite. That's just not restricted tea. to Nick. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Chin chin. Tea, tea before each and every encounter and communication. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like, so, so you know, the only representative that I can see in terms of that is has to fulfill a TV kind of persona role, like appear in filtered lighting in a car park looking like he's sharing documents. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Ah, it's come on, yeah. Like, um, so that's the one thing we've got. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. That's our, I am laughing. That's our Fuck one it, guy. That's our one, our one horse in the race is this leather jacket wearing motherfucker. You haven't seen Lou Elizondo put on a, a fucking uh, wetsuit yet. So I, I don't know what the hell. Somebody, <laughs> have you seen this thing? There's some. There's is, some there, is there footage? Yeah. <laughs> there's this thing that's coming out tonight or tomorrow, the 26th of Lou Elizondo diving off the coast of Catalina Island with i don't remember who it's on the travel oh. channel or some shit like i was like i didn't even know anything about this but like you see this him squeeze into a fucking diving suit i'm like oh that's great what the fuck <laughs> that's a legit thing we're gonna put it up here he's just like <laughs> <laughs> i think it looks like captain incredible you know the incredibles like, oh. no, i think it's there's a lot of cleavage in it for a wetsuit i think it's like this <laughs> I'm like, well, what the I'm, fuck I'm is what Elizondo doing in a wetsuit, man? They're diving. He's, I, he's, he's diving down and finding the secrets, John. It's Catalina yeah. Island. Like, I didn't even yeah, know. Nobody's Catalina talking about Island, this shit. It's, yeah, it's coming yeah, out. It's on like the, the History bottom. Channel or something. There, there is something there for sure. For sure, there's something going on there. I don't know what it is. It's a fucking portal. We all know that. Yeah, it's a portal. It's a, probably some sort of other, you know, basically it's a portal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking portal. <laughs> Serious. Standard. Standard portal. Standard portal. Yeah. Standard portal. Yeah. I mean, standard, I, went to the, yeah. I went to the woods with a bunch of Rosicrucians. I opened a fucking portal. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, you, you said that you guys, you said that you guys had like a circle of class. Of, of blue sky around your yeah. around your little encampment right <laughs> it was fucking weird there was the second night there, we did we did some ce5 the second night for sure well the first night we got well the first day we got they were all hanging out i'm like hey guys i'm trying to talk them up i'm like look we're gonna do there's only eight of us right I'm like this is what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna do this and everybody's cool everybody's cool they're like yep and somebody's like john and we like there's this deck that two-story deck that runs this cabin and we looked outside all of us run out there and there's this white orb just flying oh like and, yeah yeah and one of the guys is a you know one of our fratters or brother is a pilot and he's like that's not a plane that's not a satellite that's not it. and i'm like pulling the trackers out trying to see what it is and we're going what the fuck and it was just cruising man just broad daylight nice. i was like oh. those guys ever seen anything like that before Nah, my buddy that's a pilot has seen some things that uh he has seen some things that he's unexplained things but a couple of the guys, you know, maybe, you know, here and there. But like after that weekend, I mean, we saw, you know, I got one of those psionics cameras. I bought one of those finally, the night color, night vision. And man, we saw some really cool stuff. Orange orbs, like, wow. you know, the same other thing. Like, hey, that's not a plane. That's not a satellite. We got everything out. We're like, what is that thing? You know, it shouldn't stop. <laughs> and then just, you know, keep <laughs> going and move another direction. And then it was funny. I was just handing the thing around. And another one of our brothers, you know, he's like, oh, these are cool. He's like, hey, what's that? And like, he's following this orb that just stops and takes a right turn and goes another way. And then another one shoots in. And he's like, that's cool. What's that? You know, none of this I found, we, I found out until I got home. And then I like, started looking at the footage. The actually, actually, the orange orb we did see, you know, it was pretty weird. But second night, the whole portal thing was crazy because it was so cloudy. It was our last night there. And you couldn't see anything. And then we look up and one of the guys goes, hey, man, there's a perfect circle above our house of no clouds. And I'm like, what? So we look around and like the whole entire sky is cloudy except for this <laughs> giant circle right above our house. Yeah. Zero clouds. And when they would not come in, you see the clouds come and just like go right around it. Wow. So we were do, like, meditating like and hanging out. I don't know what. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but That's, It's exciting though, bro. Like, it's pretty rad. You know, I want to, I want us and like, you know, it probably, it'll be difficult to get you, John, but at some point, but John, we should do this for sure. Uh, so I found out recently, I, so I used to live in North Wales and I used to live on the side of a mountain called Molvamai. Uh, so that's spelled for anyone who wants to look it up. M O E L 
F A M A U. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it's spelled. Because <laughs> yeah, that's Welsh how you spell Mulvani. <laughs> well, well, Welsh is a weird language. Mulvami, oh, okay. that's how you spell it. Okay. And uh, so, like, on top of Mulvami, there is a structure uh, that has been built. It was built uh, for, like, the Golden Jubilee. And it's, uh, it's a neo-Egyptian monolith <laughs> that's built on top, of, uh, on top of the mountain that I only recently discovered happens to directly coincide with one of our ley lines. Ooh. So there's a ley line going directly through the tallest mountain in the Cloythian range in North Wales, which has a neo-Egyptian monolith on top, uh, like, uh, yeah, like this structure on top of it. So we should probably sit on top of that and meditate and then uh, fire a beam of pure pure light energy into the universe you know what i mean through through that structure <laughs> we will go we'll reach our samadhi state and yeah communicate with the lemurians yeah 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 let's do it all right we'll we'll sort that out yeah, we'll, no, we'll yeah do that. i want to take you to my spot as well um yes stanton on the wold uh famous british ufo standing stone area nice all of the uh all of the uf well all of them are fair some people go out there and camp and try and find UFOs. So I'll take that, man. That's that's yeah. Cool. We we should do a road. Yeah, we need to do a road trip. I'm sorry to make you uh, jealous here, John. I'd <sighs> I, I'd love to have you there as well. We, we, we're too. gonna we're gonna all meet up at some point. That is for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, that's definitely gonna happen. Nick Hinton came over last. Yeah, weekend. yeah. Holy cow, um, man! Yeah, how was that? <sighs> yeah, we were up to like three. Yeah. Yeah, we you know got hammered. hammered. <laughs> Nick was double fisting it. I don't care. I'm going to call it. I'm just going to say it. Nick was just, <laughs> I just couldn't keep up, man. I'm just sitting there like, yeah, he was uh, just talking and talking and talking. And it was cool. Cause my wife went out for a little bit. My wife, yes. my, my, my wife was hanging out and she's just like, I'm like, I'm like, tell her about what happened when you did Chris Bledsoe's house. He's yeah. like, okay, you want me to tell the whole story? I'm like, yeah. So she's just sitting there going, what? I'm like, yeah, just like, he was there. This is what I've been trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I didn't know it was like that. I'm like, well, so it comes from him. It's different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's no, crazy, but, isn't it? Yeah, no, but no, she, no, he's a really cool, really cool dude, man. Like really, really insightful. Yeah. And the amount of experiences he's had and the people he's got to interact with. And, you know, he's writing his third book now, which is going to be awesome. And, you know, we did see a shitload of flashbulbs. It gets to the point where we saw, you know, there's just the lights flashbulb out, out back. <laughs> Finally, Nick turns around away from it. He's like, Fuck it. <laughs> it's like, I know they're there. I can't focus on them anymore. We just got to <laughs> talk to anybody. Because I'm sitting there facing him and he's facing me and it's just happening behind him. You know, for a while he was sitting to my side and can see him. He just had to turn away from him. He was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just too much. But but it was rad, man. We had a really good time. Well, the, ne- the next thing surely has got to be to go to down to Ryan's. Yeah. We need to go to Blood Cells house yeah oh yeah. man could you imagine that all of us that'd be awesome yeah ryan just ask your dad will you mate like we're gonna pop yeah. down yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Cool. I'm sure it'll we're be cool any, we won't cause any trouble <laughs> yeah, yeah no uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure he'd be i'm sure to be really i told you what happened though is if, if we show up there that's when the real portal opens if all of us, yeah it's <laughs> if, if all the, in a circle yeah. oh like a hathor comes oh. out from below the lady comes from the top i've been watching <laughs> i've been watching twin peaks again and yeah it's uh yeah, it's all that in it. Like, it yeah. just makes me think so much about everything that's happening now. It's like, David Lynch, please, please just come on and tell us the truth. Yeah. 
He does a thing. Have you seen his? Have you seen his YouTube channel? David Lynch does like the, the yeah, number no, of the day. He has like a he has a ball, like a jar no full way. of balls. <laughs> he takes him up. He's like, today's number is six. Yeah. <laughs> he does the weather forecast as well. Yeah. Yeah, he does the weather. It's like he's just like reading it from his house. He's like, it's gonna be cloudy and uh, seventy-two yeah. today, and that's it. That's <laughs> it. He's like, have a good day. Have a good day. Yeah, yeah I love it. David Lynch. Yeah, man, it's it's awesome. I'll tell, tell you one thing looks like you know um yeah I've been reading a lot yeah reading some of the secret background stuff of Twin Peaks which gives you some little little well Mark um Frost the writer is obviously an absolute next level UFO buff mm-hmm. and Illuminati Freemason kind of dude you know like he knows everything his knowledge is incredible so like the book the secret history of twin peaks just basically starts in 18 something with free masonic stuff going down and it's kind of like winds all of the kind of lot of true history into possible history into twin peaks lawyer yeah? ah. but it's got whole sections uh, in fact the entire book is essentially kind of like tw- the, the twin peaks version of alien disclosure it takes you through Roswell. It takes you through Jack Parsons and JPL. It takes you through everything. You have Blue Book. Like um, prior to that, like the kind of the the occult stuff. So where I was going with that was, um, you know, the Jack Parsons part. Obviously, uh, yeah, I found it interesting. But um, what I did find interesting is that I've done a bit of reading on this guy, and this is cool. Um, I've known about him for a long time, but I only properly sort of tried to investigate a bit more, but his name's Mead Lane. Have you heard that name before? I have, but I'm not sure what the context is now. Well, For- in the forties, like, um, he, what well, the way you'll, the reason you'll have heard his name is because he is one of the dudes who said he was at the, the Murrah air base when Eisenhower met the oh, aliens, the aliens where they had the landing. Along with the Bishop or wherever. In okay. Aliens. Yeah. 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 He, That's where he was a spiritualist kind of like, um, uh, yeah, esoteric spiritualist kind of dude. Wasn't form. he military though, as well, or not? Am I mistaken that or not? Well, um, I don't know if he was military, but what I did find out about him, right, is because he wrote he wrote a book called The Ethership Mystery. And oh, yeah, I've heard of this. I've heard of this. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because I've been trying to remember what it was called, and it's called The Ethership Mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he and basically like he fiction is it fiction? No, 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 no. It's it's oh. he, well, it's his. He doesn't believe it's fiction. Like so, when you read it, like it's these kind of like little hand drawn and badly produced it's like interdimensional stuff, right? And like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's one of these guys. So when you think about stuff like the Nine and all that, you know, mm-hmm. like the is it was it Andre Purich? I never know how to pronounce that guy's name. You know the one, the Nine, the Psychic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the the Nine. Talking to the aliens. The, it's all all this, all the rage in like kind of like the eighteen hundreds, sixties, and then well, in America, like you know the Californians like getting into it, and like down in uh, San Francisco, and then over into San Diego, and. Mead, by all accounts, <laughs> check this out. He actually was OTO, of course, right? Of course, auto, auto, Templar Orientalist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, was really close friends with Crowley's ex personal secretary, um, of and he knew Jack Parsons, clearly, obviously, because Jack mm. Parsons was OTO. Um, 
I've got a, I found a newspaper article, man. Like I haven't put it put it out there anywhere yet, but it was put out one day before the Roswell crash. Ooh. Um, talking about Mead Lane, saying that they're gonna they want to come and they're gonna come and they want to try living on Earth. Yeah, <laughs> like Mead, Mead Lane. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, like Mead Lane, like uh, he is one of these dudes who believes that these ships are interdimensional, that mm-hmm. they're popping in and out at will. But what he believes in is pretty much again like this ultra terrestrial thing. Um, so it's creatures living in different called locus, like uh, in the idea of different uh, realities uh, layered on top of each other. In yeah, the like uh, Earth One and Earth Two and Earth Three and Earth Four. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he believed, you know, like like a lot, of, like Crowley did too, and well, obviously Parsons and guessing like uh, that these beings are literally the uh, you know we talk about this mm. vibrational they're able to change their frequency at times and appear to us ding they're there and they're not you know and like the idea that they are able to like exist uh, coexist with us on a different plane at all times yeah yeah you know like, well, this is the you know this is the coming into like the novel physics that we're starting to see in quantum theory of like you know like entangled particles and the vibratory like the oscillatory uh, nature of like the energy that seems to kind of create physical matter it's yeah. and so like if there are beings of higher dimensions or lower dimensions then they could occupy perhaps the same space but not within the same kind of environment like almost packed in together in layers yeah. and uh, you know some and maybe some beings are just intelligent enough have got the technology or have got the mental ability to go through those layers and pop into our reality and we're like oh my god like you know it's a ghost we don't know how to, we don't know how to do this we don't know how to do what you're doing what are you doing it's like the, it's like the, the famous like pink floyd you know yeah like, yeah for sure like for sure and like kind of we're all like we exist on one color of that prism mm-hmm. one yeah. spectrum, and they're able yeah. to be something that cuts through it all yeah any any of those spectrums at any time so that's a really good way, I suppose, looking at the locus and stuff is saying like, you know, we're sat in red. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other frequency beings sitting in blue. Yeah. Dudes right down the spar and they can whip between anything they want. Yeah, they can shift their colors and they can change. And but, yeah. but when you when you set up a nuclear bomb, it fucks yeah, them up. It fucks <laughs> well, you see, this is something you know. This is actually something I wanted to ask you guys because, like, I you know, I'm getting told this whole thing of like nuclear bombs and like the you know the atomic bomb slices through dimensions. And some a couple of people on Twitter brought up a really good point, and it's that there are explosions happening on magnitudes so much higher than nuclear blasts in the sp- in space constantly like you know there's like all mm. of these different uh, naturally occurring oh, uh, like hydrogen like explosions yeah. and so so you know if if our little ant missiles are exploding on on top on earth and it's 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 tearing through space time surely that shit should be like destroying the entire universe well, wait, you know well, what maybe, I mean? maybe it's because the the, the Explosions you're talking about are supernatural. Well, no, that's not the right word. You know, they're external. They're, they're natural forces, creation. Um, we're the Prometheuses, fucking with the mat, with the fire, like. And it's kind of like maybe we're we're we're, we're crossing we're crossing we're crossing the boundaries. It's this whole sort of like, are we God? are we trying to become gods well it might yeah. be it, it, it could be like we were talking about the locus like the earth 
chapters like mm. yeah maybe that stuff's going on in space but if you blow up a nuclear bomb on earth then earth one two three four five six seven they all yeah. get this weird blast of energy going through them so that it could be that and then maybe yeah. you know when we did that some version of earth which is why people seem to including intelligence folks entertain the ultra terrestrial theory that they're actually here maybe we kind of like jolted awake some other very intelligent species on another chapter of earth earth six or seven or eight oh. And they've come yeah. flying through like, yo, what the fuck are you doing to the timeline, to the, to the yeah, energy? That's, like, I like that explanation. A lot yeah, of experiences yeah. and, and a lot of, you know, the more extraterrestrially minded psychics, you know, the messages they get are usually, please stop killing your planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Message, you know, it's, like, it's like, you know, the whole idea, like, you know, even the, what's going on with uh, the, the American disclosure stuff going on at the minute is the threat narrative so these things are affecting nuclear devices and peering over nuclear silos and all that stuff so the idea is you know like what you get fed out really is we don't know what they're doing but potentially this is a big threat because they're hanging around nukes if the other side of it if you actually looked at the other argument it was like these you you know you're blowing nukes up it's totally ruining these guys lives like maybe the nukes are the problem (laughs) maybe we're the problem yeah Yeah, just just maybe crazy thought here guys maybe (laughs) these megaton death missiles are not the answer you know know, the the worry is though isn't it like you you put this stuff through congress i mean i don't i'm not going to pretend i know how this stuff works but it goes through the american government system the senator speak about it. it goes to congress and all that it's probably going to involve at the end of it going, we need more money to build nukes. <laughs> I hope not. I hope like, not. We need, but yeah. we, what, where's, what's it going to be? We need to make more money to make a unified world where we can love one another. It's not going to be that, is it? It's going to be like... No, but it might not be... It, it might be somewhere in the middle of those two extremes of like... Nah, it's America. Put- They're going to be like, give us more money for nukes. If nukes, <laughs> nukes can yeah, fuck these yeah. things up? No, wait. Nukes can fuck these? We need more nukes. If, if they can fuck them up, we need all the nukes. nukes, start, nukes we, need yeah. nukes. we need nukes that they, they can't detect. And then we can nuke them. But that's the thing. is it, seem, <laughs> it, seems, it seems to be the case that they have exercised supreme control over our strategic nuclear capabilities so you know the idea behind that would be hey you guys are children with matches we can take those matches away anytime we damn well please and if you're gonna if you're gonna torch your entire house of planet earth we're gonna take those matches away before you do that and i have this feeling that you know, I, I would imagine that some level of the chain of command, because uh, you think about times where things have been reported, like over nuclear installations, and the chain of command, like the highest chain of command, has been like, yeah, whatever. Like they've kind of shrugged it off. It's the it's the it's the lower down people who are seeing it, going, oh my god, sir, sir, there's a yeah. there's a you know, and the, yeah, the yeah. guys kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It almost makes you think they know okay, look, these things just don't want us to fire the nukes, all right? Yeah. So we've got the nukes, we're not going to fire the nukes, but we can't really tell people we're never going to fire the nukes because then that renders the nukes. Uh, but that's not know, true, but that's like, not true because there's the, the in Russia where they turned them on. It Was it Russia? It was, it was Russia. They, where t- they-, they turned them on, but then they turned them off. Uh, okay yeah to me like i I, you know i could be biased here but i genuinely have the feeling that they turned them on made that countdown happen because this was in the middle of the cold war right when we were pointing missiles at each other it kind of makes me think that it was trying to jump start that uh emotion of like oh my god we're all gonna die holy shit i can't believe we're doing this you know what this was a terrible thing that we've done and then it stops 
and it comes back down again. And you've got, you, you know, for me personally, if that was happening, if I was, a, if I was a soldier in that place, it probably would have made me go, Oh my God, thank God. Thank God we're all still alive. And maybe that would just give you a little bit of thought of like, Hey, we shouldn't be doing this. So, you know, I might be biased leaning towards an optimistic uh, idea, but I have a feeling that maybe they were doing that just to kind of like stir emotions, you know? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and I think that like one thing that like I, you know, talking personally and from reading other people's journeys and talking to people like you guys, like life, is pretty hard and it is what you make of it yeah like without sounding too cheesy you can either make that turn you sour like you can make you can take those hits and get sour and become warlike and combative or you can take those hits and try and grow with them and go that really hurts and you know what it hurts me it's probably going to hurt you as well and that kind of sucks doesn't it so let's stop there that's the full stop Mm -hmm. you know it's like when i look at russians and iraqis and Afghanis and all this stuff the people that we've just been pressing buttons on and watching drones nuke their families I look at it and just go they love their children like we love ours like they, when they wake up like all they, they all, that's all they fucking want same thing that we all want yeah totally no you're right I mean when was you know when was the last time any of us had to run away from a predator drone strike on our like town or village like you know there's there's places that are, that are you know living through that every single day and it's just kind of like you know <laughs> yeah that, that's that's one of those that's one of those serious um kind of like contrasts when you you know we're sitting here we're talking on the studio microphones in in comfortable buildings where we know they're not going to explode and it's just like people are not living like that in different places they're not yeah. and, and that's that's the kind of sad thing it's like you know it is it's like you know like i went let's go back to what i was saying earlier where it's like you know if there is there is a group of people or a nation that have kept this stuff secret right right all that. yeah you imagine, like, you know how much, like, if you believe in archons and you believe in the horrible word, of, uh, the L word, I don't like, the loosh, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, that negative energy, what are we doing? We all fucking vote for it. Like, we just keep it going. Like, you, know, you take it down to the, the tiny little sample of uh, UFO Twitter. Everyone just fights, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, to be fair, we, you know, we... I made fun a little bit earlier on of a few people using my old man in jest. It's true. So even people, even when you recognize it, you do it. Yeah. It's something that's, ah, Christ, it's hard to be a better person, yeah? But this is what people should be trying to do because if they don't, instead of going, there's lights in the sky, turning off nukes, we need to go into the military department of defense and everyone needs to accept there's a threat. And, uh, Jesus Christ, man. All you could just go, yeah, these things don't like nukes, yeah? Nukes are pretty bad, aren't they? Nukes have caused so many problems. The idea that, you know, it just seems like it's not, it's not rocket science for rocket scientists. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Like, why do you think they're fucking over and over nukes, man? Because they don't want us to use nukes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is, I mean, you think about all of these, the whole gamut, though, is like you have experiencers that are, have like these angelic, you know, the, and you have kids. The majority of these well-documented cases are children, 
they're talking right. to kids, they're talking to, you know, people that are experiencing, you know, these singular experiences, but they're not because, you know, now we're global. We can talk to everybody. So people are having these experiences all over, you know, they're coming to people, they're coming to kids, they're coming over, over nukes. Um, they're in and out of the ocean, which is a big, big deal. The ocean, we lose the ocean. We, you know, lose our bios for everything. Right. So they give a shit about all of those things, but they're not overt about it. You know, I mean, there's never going to be a mass disclosure, you know, it's going to, I really don't believe that's going to happen. And and our, you know, I really don't think they're going to be like, Oh, we're here, you know, because they're probably just as fractionalized as we are, man. We we think that just because they're higher civilization or maybe an intelligence or maybe vibrational speed, you know, they probably got their own Donald Trump too. And their own Biden, you know what I mean? They got their own people or their own things that are doing their own, whatever, you know, the vibration you choose to operate on it. Cause like, I'd like to think that the higher you go, the more the more lives you lead, and the, the more you ascend in your own knowledge, and you get better. You get you get to the point where you suddenly understand that greed's futile and that conflict is futile. And you know, I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, no, but, there, but, no, but then you could take it to the complete opposite of that, Jean Luc. Don't talk about like if you want to do like the lower figure. Like, what is Crowley doing and Parsons and all these yeah. assholes that yeah. are trying to yeah. bring up this? So, so you can use, this is the thing, and this, this is the worst sort of thing about it, is the fact that stuff that can be so good, <laughs> it's the duality, is it can be so bad. It is. And but then, you, yeah, you could, you could only know the, the good through the bad. So it's exactly. like, you know, yeah, it's that crazy thing. But it, that, is, that is the yin-yang of it, isn't it? So it's kind of like, but this is the part, part of, for me, this is what part of the big problem is with the current narrative, is that I worry that, Disclosure never would be disclosure anyway, because you know, what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, seriously, like, there's the the end UAP secrecy. I get that. Yeah. So there might. Yeah, no, it's a good like, point though, because like disclosure, like, like, what does disclosure what does actually mean? mean? Like, you know, like that that comes from the kind of. Uh, like presupposition that you know what's going to be disclosed. You know what I mean? Because yeah. <laughs> we don't know what there is to really be disclosed. So, yeah, it's a good point. Just when, you know, disclosure is, well, you can't. You know what? It's, it's, it's a nonsense. Disclosure of what? Disclosure that there's God? I don't know if there is. Disclosure that there's alien life out there? There might be a billion. There might be disclosing that. Disclosure that we're psychic? We're able to do that. That's another part of all this. Like, mm-hmm. what's exposure? I think this like, thing is such a rabbit hole, man. I think that you just can't do one thing. It's just such. A, it's like if you do one thing, it just kicks open the door to like all of this shit is possible. And I don't think that you can even you can't even uh, be a disinfo agent for any of that. Like, oh wait a minute, this <laughs> this is real, but this isn't. Like you said, psychics are real, but these aren't. Like you know, it's like mm-hmm. it kicks open the door to so much shit that you can't even, you can't put it in a basket or even call it anything. Well, and, and that's why, like, you know, I guess it's probably screwing with a lot of people's heads at the minute, and mainstream scientists in, in America, because they're faced with a mainstream press that are now actually publicizing this stuff. So they're kind of going like, you know, any, like any open-minded, hopeful scientist would, you go, this is interesting. I'd like to look at this, but of course, you've still got the culture of ridicule, so they start yeah. Um, unless they've signed their NDAs and they're working for other people doing it and they're doing the good shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that good shit is. <laughs> I've got no idea, but it's secret, so it's exciting. 
Well, and I think a lot of, and this is, I wanted to bring this up and it's kind of on topic, but off it a little bit, but like, I think a lot of these people that do know the scientists or the people that have worked in it or whatever, they go on and they do like non, or they'll do fiction books, right? Yeah, like yeah, Chains yeah. of the Sea or, you know what I mean? Or they'll, you know, they'll do stuff like, oh, I like, you know, hey, well, I've been a scientist my entire life, but I really like to write science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. You're writing about what the stuff is you signed an NDA about that you can't really tell anybody because it's fiction, right? Maybe, or maybe these guys like to be like that, but I don't know. Like how oh, many scientists whole... do you know have like that creative streak though? You know what I'm saying? That's meant to be like the whole idea behind secret machines, right? You yeah, know, is the, is the you yeah. know the, like and, and Tom Tom DeLong, like I don't I don't consider Tom DeLong to be like an authority, but there are certain times where he's been speaking where you know, you know, he's, he's genuinely <laughs> well, you, well, you you know he is genuinely uh, being honest when he's saying, "Listen, one of my advisors, a high-ranking general or someone in NASA, said to me, and they say something really crazy, and it's just kind of like you know, like." There, there is, there is this wildness out there, and and there's there's people that in in government that do know certain uh, you know elements to this that we just we're just we're just speculating on, you know, and it's like this whole idea of uh, working on this stuff in secret in uh, in programs and then talking about it through science fiction, you know, like the 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 idea of this flying triangle. Like I'm still I'm still genuinely trying to wrap my head around whether or not I honestly believe that we have fully functioning uh, UFO style technology that we can completely, you know, that we can leave the, the solar system and that we can travel with uh, the same degree of uh, maneuverability as these UFOs. Like I, I still don't know if I'm fully there. I, I kind of teeter, I get convinced at times and I'm like, yeah, that's definitely it. And then I start to like, something will, something will happen. And uh, like that needle is always moving. And I really don't know. Like I, I don't, I've never really thought that we have like a secret space force of unimaginable, like fleets of like, you know, star destroyers and stuff like that. But I don't know. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm still tr struggling to find where I feel about like the idea of successful reverse engineering. Well, it's, I mean, I mean, that, 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 whole statement you made then is great because we read and research and you talk to people who are really close to the, the <laughs> proper research and the scene and all the big dudes and you still don't know you got no idea like the only things that i know for sure i've got i've got a narrative that i follow that i like yeah, for sure. and there's there's more evidence behind the narrative that i follow in terms of historically um but i don't know it's probably mm. all bullshit i mean it all could be it all could just be like i don't believe it's bullshit in terms of, i believe in i believe in locus i believe in other planes and dimensions and the meditational state taking you there and the idea that there might be other beings or whatever they are on different planes but maybe this entire ufo flap everything is a fuck around yeah, I've been there too. Because if you think about it, it's only coming out of America. So what if America is, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what if America is just fucking with everybody? Like, all of yeah. this is like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like and they a all, and they massive disinformation yeah. program. Like, it's like, yeah, oh, there's yeah. fucking UFOs and aliens when it's not even anywhere near any of that shit. Now that well, I mean, I mean we're, and we've seen these UFOs, but maybe could yeah. you go, right, well, yeah, what we did, Master, was that we're able to simultaneously, spontaneously combust small parts of air pockets wherever we want in the world, yeah? <laughs> Like you get orbs, maybe, or we can do this and some tech that we can't even dream of, or they just go down there and go, All right, some people like, we're all operating on slightly different frequencies as creatures. We'll just fire beams out, some of you will vibrate, and you'll. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, like literally like gongs, yeah. <laughs> Launch these beams out, and whoever vibrates will got our eyes on you. Yeah. Well, 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 <laughs> maybe that was the document we read, man. Maybe that was the <laughs> yeah, vibrational yeah, document. Yeah. You vibrate, and you, and then you see it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's you know people, you know, this technology that can fuck with your head, your mind. It yeah. can make you hear things, see things. Like, it's higher yeah. experiences, man. Like I mean, people hate this topic. Like a lot of people who are into disclosure movement, but. Let's face it, man, like so much of this stuff has been faked. And to be mm. fair, TTSA went into this. Tom DeLong went into this in Secret Machines. Like, the idea that some of that abduction stuff is fake. That yeah. she was, a, like, you know, T- Tamika, I think her name was, yeah, the yeah. character. She's taken by what appeared to be Russians, maybe, or something like Russians that. Russians in, in gray costumes. They were in like, they were grays, but they oh, were, yeah, 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 they yeah. had zippers in yeah. the back, and she ends up so, like kicking them. Yeah, into the My Lab stuff. Yeah, some people would just start going, no, you can't talk about my labs. But then, but then they'll go, but Lou, Lou Elizondo. <laughs> and then you go, yeah, but read the book written by the organization that Lou Elizondo was a massive part of talking about my labs. Yeah. 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 Like, and, and, you know, people like Jim Semivan who, who agree with the idea that my labs exist. Like, you know, he's, he, he yeah. believes in that as well. Well, you know, like there's the, there was the, there's a whole, anyway, it's a whole of the ball game, man. Like it's not much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well then everybody, everybody has their own taste. Like you, like there's always a line that's like, well, then abductions, we can't talk about that. And implants. Oh fuck. We can't talk about that either. Cause you know, or cattle mutilations shit. We can't talk about that. Like well, what, you know, what can you talk about? You can talk, you can't talk about the stuff that starts to look worse on authority. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. One of the things that I heard, and this is, I can't, <laughs> It's it's a theory, right? And the theory is is that the people that had this reign over the, you know, held all this shit secret for all these years have now finally started to die out. It's been 70 years. These people are maybe in their 20s, whatever. Well, okay, whatever. But, you know, maybe they're old guard and maybe it was like, okay, well, this is my guy and I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, but like, you got to think it's been 80 years, right? 70 years, whatever. Like these people are finally dying. And then maybe all the things we've talked about, like, like if if you're the u.s government and you're like oh people are gonna be really fucking pissed like like john luke we were talking about earlier like all these people died for nothing like all of these people could be saved everybody give clean everything energy whatever and mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna look like real big assholes if somebody comes out and like somebody comes out with this shit we're gonna we gotta change the narrative we gotta be like oh we did it for all these reasons because of their whatever and all these people are dead anyway so you can't prosecute them so we're gonna just be nice now and here it is I don't. I, I got no idea, and this is the problem, isn't it? I mean, like, if they're trying to push, because part of me, you know, I'm guessing there's going to be people that might stumble across this video and look at someone like me talking about this stuff and go, "This guy's a lunatic." <laughs> but, I even I watch but, my own videos and I think I'm a lunatic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do too. I watch these back and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! Like, I mom and dad don't see this. <laughs> my, I send I send them to my mom. Yeah. I send them and they, they don't say anything. My interviews. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, don't say anything. They're like, oh. But, but, the, but quite honestly, the more the older I get, and the more I really try and feel my way through this, like kind of more with my my soul as opposed to and my brain, right? As opposed to knee jerk. Oh my god, aliens! Yeah, it's gonna happen. Disclosure. Oh, can you imagine? It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Like the more I look at it and just go, this thing's if it's real, it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. Like and there's going to be people now who goes, it's a madman, but it's spiritual. Like, I think the no special situation for me is almost well. I believe that could be possible too. Absolutely, 
but I think if we're communicating with them, it's it's through that and this as opposed to um, physical visitations, you know, I mean, it's ethereal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do you say that to people who don't that still fight over religion? Well, that, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, that's 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 that, that's an important thing to bring up, though, right? Because I mean, you know, we all uh, like n- none of us here, and a lot of people listening are, are probably happy with like the way in which the narrative is being presented, especially if you've come from a background of consciousness or spirituality, because you you're seeing that there's such a lack of that within the the global conversation right now obviously right. but you know like like how do you how do you dump that onto people's heads like how do you get you know how do you announce to like organized fundamental religions and you know like you know hey that there's this other thing that is kind of very much running in contradictory to your dogmas and your religious ideologies and you know it's the it's like I, I honestly I don't um I don't envy whoever is keeping a lot of secrets whoever whoever is like genuinely holding on to these things and trying to figure out the either the best way to keep it secret or the best way to talk about it with the global population like whichever way like I don't envy them whatsoever I would not want to be that person or those people yeah. like that's you know I, I I like being on the periphery being able to look out and speculate and wonder and think to myself oh I wonder what this could be but yeah like you know because the thing is people will people will kill themselves you know there will be that kind of response to a a mass unveiling of something that's so controversial and shocking and and different and uh, challenging to a lot of different ideologies like i i personally feel that we need it and that maybe there is just like you know necessary got to break a couple of eggs to make an omelet kind of thing going on there. You know what I mean? Like all all love and all love and respect towards people. But at the end of the day, we need to know about this stuff and we need to be told about it. And so like part of me feels that it needs to happen. And then another part of me is just kind of like, yeah, that's a tough choice to make. That's a really tough choice to make how you, how you do that. The only reason we care that we care about it is because we've experienced stuff. Yeah, for, that's sure. sure. That's, sure. that's, that's, that's what I always tell everybody. If you don't, and people who haven't experienced anything, just uh, shut it out, man. And if they do well, have experienced something, they've shut their experiences out too. Because I guarantee, well, not everyone. Because obviously, there's there's quite a few people who haven't experienced stuff that are part of the UFO subject. But oh, yeah. it, it definitely yeah, helps. Yeah, it right. definitely helps if you've had an experience. Like it kind of it, it has the danger of almost turning you slightly fanatical because you're like, I've seen something. Yeah, like yeah. you know, that's yeah. that's another level. Perfect well, example is the chick that just came out that was Fravor's apply. Uh, Alex something, whatever her name is. She was like, basically, she oh, gave yeah. a shout out to UFO Twitter. She was like, you know, I didn't know. I don't know anything about any of this stuff. I don't know even where to yeah. turn to. Who, who do I talk to about this? And then, boom, she finds UFO Twitter where she's <laughs> she dove into the deep end on that one, right? Because there's just yeah. a gambit of <laughs> shit going on there. People just throw in theories at her, like left, right, and center. Like, but, holy but shit. But Anunnaki, yeah. <laughs> so she she like experienced something. She's like, well, we just like you can't go to the library and ask for the section no, on what the no. fuck did I just see? <laughs> no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Can't. Can't. I mean, what, you know? I'll tell you what was interesting though is like um, on the radio today over here. There's a have you, do you know, have you heard of a guy called James O'Brien? Jay, have you heard of James O'Brien? He was a journalist mm-hmm. over here as well, but he's got a, a radio show on uh, LBC Radio. Oh, okay. Just, you know, daytime politics chit chat, but he's he's quite left wing and stuff. Um, but he's usually talking about serious stuff. But this it was serious. But basically, he was like, "What makes people believe conspiracies?" All right, and it was about COVID. So he was like, "What makes people today's conspiracy on COVID was 
if you've had your jab, you've suddenly become Bluetooth ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's ready. I dropped the mic on that one. Shit. Yeah. I was so like so like, excited. I'm going to test this right, out. Right. <laughs> you guys like so so because there's whole groups of people like, there's things going around saying that the people who've had the certain jab certain company jab like uh, you put the piece of metal on here where the jab site is it's magnetic and oh, stuff. i've seen that people putting magnets <laughs> on it and there's the magnets sticking yeah, to it yeah, there's something in there and like uh blah 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 so then he goes let's seriously i want to talk to people why do you not why do you think that but why do people that i think this is happening and we're talking about conspiracies here, like, and what we talk about is a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Like, most still, even though, like, it might be on American TV, most people just think this is a load of crazy, crazy stuff. It's just cinema, it's sci-fi, yeah? yeah. Like, um, which is sad. I, I don't know what, you're talking about optics, like, in America, I'm guessing, it's, is it big news? Is it genuinely big news? Well, I think like, it's, now, it's now, like, see, people, I, I'm a bad gauge because I'm always like, if anybody said anything, I'm like sending all my friends the links and posting it all on Facebook. And I'm like, look, 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 you know, and, and we've it, become a little microcosm, always yeah. like an echo chamber, and even though it's quite a big one. Right. But I, I think my fire stuff up back between each other. But now everybody's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, and yeah. I, I like the, the like uh, Julie, <clears> this, uh, this, well, just you know, like you do, you, you, um, you get desensitized to it. I mean, just like in everything else, like, I mean, but now it's, it's speeding up a little bit. It's like, you know, this is going on, this is going on. I mean, it's just, and I think this, the cadence has picked up a lot, but like some people are generally still scared of it, man. They're just like, yeah. I don't even want to see anything about it. Turn it off, turn it off. Like they think it's like, you know, scary as shit. And other people are just like, eh, whatever, you know? And, and I think that the, um, I think that the American news cycle is really good. Whatever that whole corporate thing is, is just like, you know, hit the sensational stuff, hit it, hit it, hit it. But I think what I've seen over the past six months anyway, maybe a year now is that, it, the giggle factor is it's losing the giggle factor it's losing yeah it's subsiding yeah i'm mm-hmm. seeing that i mean i remember the first few conversations that were being had on like cnn or a- nbc and <clears throat> sorry my first bit um so like yeah on on nbc and and you you'd have like the x files music, music and, yeah you know yeah. all that bullshit and like uh, it, it's genuinely subsiding i mean the only thing that makes me roll my eyes i mean other than other than the fact that it's happening on fox anyway regardless is the fact that you know the fox the cgi flying saucer <laughs> flying through and like yeah. you know so they're, they're still doing it there's still that weird yeah. knee joke reaction but it's almost like it's necessary to a certain extent you know well that's people it, into it, it. yeah well, Jay, Jay, if you ever make, if you ever end up on the news or anything right you've got to wear it 80 style spy tie leather jacket, leather jacket. <laughs> like call nick pope ask him where he gets his leather jacket yeah I'll, I'll bring up nick and be like yo where's your leather where's your leather dealer at bro because i need, I need the, that the bbc or whatever say jay we're going to come into you you'd be like you got to interview me in a shady car park <laughs> yeah 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 we'll be, i'll, in, we'll I'll insist on it i'll insist on it yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry, no, I just realized that this is the first interview or even on camera I've done without um, a jacket on myself. Yeah, yeah, you're rocking. You're looking good, man. You look like a character in like a Tony Hawk skater game. (laughs) Like, I feel like I could select you as a character. (laughs) (laughs) You mean like the one that came out? (laughs) 
like the one that John Luke came out with today. That was fucking classic, dude. That thing. That, <laughs> I didn't see I've that. Been, I didn't I've see been that. Working for the dark side recently. I've been such a negative bastard. <laughs> no, Mick, yeah, Mick, he came up with the Mick West fucking. Thing. So awesome. <laughs> what, what did you do? Oh, uh, pull it up, man. Pull, I gotta. I'm gonna pull it up just because it's so fucking good. I gotta pull it up. It's, <laughs> It's so good. Like, and everybody's like, who made this? And I just was like, John Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just creep, I'll just creep along in the background. Uh, dude, it's so oh, dude. good. The, the, dude, tell me. You got you're, you're a fucking oh, genius. No. I don't care. Yeah, put it up there. You got the. You're the genius around here, John. Shut up, man. You, you fucking. You should have, man. Dude, you... the, 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 the way you do graphics is just legendary. I'm not even joking. Oh. Not oh, yeah, even right. joking. Can How you pull I it up? This? Just put uh, oh, share screen. screen. Yeah, share screen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I'm old. It's, a, it's so good. It's so good. Share screen. I think he said he needed more. But oh. there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's pretty. <laughs> Low blow. I'm sorry, but come on. I, I so good. It's so good. I want to print this out, man. I want that on my fridge. A, a pigeon or a seagull. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, riding yeah, like a seagull. Stale fishing in. <laughs> Naysayer too. <laughs> Seagulls, balloons, kettles, boats. Pissing on bonfires, super skeptic. Dream breaker, bookseller. No vision too. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Sorry, but yeah. But, um, oh, that's like, funny. No, I love funny, it. I feel so- <laughs> Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about it. So you know, you made it when you're getting people doing these this, these sorts of things about you. Yeah, and he's, he's printing it out and signing copies now and sending them to people. <laughs> <laughs> Signed on it, yeah. I'm going to send one to him, see if he can autograph it for me. I'm going to hang that shit up right here. I want to hang it up right here, posters. If you want to... <laughs> Oh my god, that's uh, I, yeah. I, I missed that. I didn't see you put that on Twitter. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. good, man. You know what his comment was? It needs more boken or whatever. How bokeh? Did he say that? Did he say that? He did. Oh, oh, hey, that's um, that's uh, the book, by the way. Can you see that? What's that? What? That? Can you see that picture? No, the, the picture of Mick West. The, I've, I've still got the same one. Oh right, I don't, I don't know how this thing works. This technology—it's insane, dude. <laughs> hang on, I'm just going to stop the sharing that. Um, hang on. I'll give me. I'll give Mick West one thing. He he does take that kind of stuff uh, like lightly. Like you yeah, know, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't get all like upset and like you Pissy know, about it. Yeah. Like oh, look, screw you, look, fuck you for doing that. Like he just yeah. kind of jokes around. Like I'll give him that, but uh, I still I still do not support his debunking. <laughs> I just don't straight up. No, like I, I, you know, and I've said this, and I don't shy away from saying it. Like I just want to say, you know, like yeah, like he, 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 he has an agenda. He has a bias towards debunking, and like I, I would treat him the same as I treat a UFO fanatic who takes photos of the sun and says that the lens flare is a UFO. Like it's like you know, you're you're crazy, dude. Like you're finding something where it's not existing, and it's the same with Mick West. He's on the opposite polarity. He's an extreme debunker everything is generic nothing's a ufo i'm starting from that point in my brain and i want to continue to reinforce that point in my brain and like you know he he doesn't want to deviate from that he doesn't he doesn't want to be wrong but you know like any level of 
attention, whoever you are, feels kind of good. Like, well, negative uh, attention. Yeah, for sure. Negative mm. attention for most people sucks, but there's a certain yeah. type of people who enjoy it. So, like, you know, me, you might believe exactly everything you're saying, but, you know, I've actually got a really close friend who's very like Mick West, right? And bizarrely, we're, we're quite close, but the conversations we have, I, I can't talk a lot about this stuff because he'd just be like, nonsense, it can't be, it's ridiculous. No, yeah, no, I've no. Got, uh, yeah. yeah, I've got a very good reason why that couldn't be like that. <laughs> and it just uh, by the end of it, you're drained and you're like, God, yeah. God, <laughs> you, you lack any form of vision, yeah? Like yeah, any yeah. form of like, just open your heart a little, man. Like, Are there that there's that many people that are that like this or that? I mean, is there, <laughs> you think there's more of the people than out there that I, are like, it's either this or that? I think more people are curious. I think more people are I open so. to being like curious. And like, no, I, I do think that. I think it, I think it actually depends on like the method in which they're introduced to it. And so like, that, you know, that's kind of why I see the stuff that's come out from 2017 onwards is like a really useful blueprint for you know, like initiating the uninitiated for introducing mm. people. That's like it's, good. it's very basic. It's very basic, but you know, I, for example, like, uh, you know, if I, if I go down to the, to the climbing center or something where someone I know who doesn't know what I do asks me what I do and I have to explain myself to them, like, I will, I will usually, I'll usually use that, that kind of narrative of like, Hey, well, basically in 2017, the New York times put out its front page article and blah, 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 blah. From there, I'll list all of those points. And like, if you do that and you, and you, you're able to wrap it up in this kind of very serious narrative that's come out, people that haven't thought about this before, at least from my experience, the light bulb turns on for them. And then from that point, they're more willing to embrace maybe slightly more abstract or slightly more like, Hey, there's also a consciousness component to this, blah, 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 blah. But like, if I ran into the climbing center and said, Hey, I saw orange orbs fly down from the sky. And like, you know, like everyone be like, Holy shit, he's lost his mind over lockdown. Like he's just gone insane. And so like, it, it's a useful blueprint for starting that conversation. You know what I mean? Oh, I, yeah. I ran up and down a beach in Greece saying that, Jay. Seriously. Some tourist, some crazy tourist on drugs. Looking around to my family going, come on, be as enthusiastic about it. <laughs> Why is no one as enthusiastic <laughs> yeah. as me? Oh, you're making me look like a lunatic again. But yeah. But yeah, man, like, you're right. Maybe that's what it is. It's, it's opening people up a little bit. So It's, it's the it, shallow end. It's the shallow end of a pool that has depths that we do not understand, you know? It's the shallowest, shallowest end, what's coming out right now. Well, yeah, it is, it is, it is. I mean, like, maybe I'll be really surprised. Maybe what will happen is they'll, they'll literally just be like, you know what, fuck it. Do you think do you think people would believe that if they brought a gray out on TV mm. and like Mick West takes his face off and he's a fucking Oh, it was Mick West the whole time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why is he such a debunker? I don't want him to find out about us. 
That's, that's it. It's the ultimate plan. Yeah. Really, now, right. That would be that would be the ultimate fuck you, wouldn't it? If Mick West turned out to be an alien the whole time, yeah, like it, the whole yeah. time, he was just sent down here to debunk it. He's <laughs> got a shit job. No, no, there's, there's no alien. Stop looking over here. There's no alien. That's it. Over his shoulder, like the force is uh, J. Allen Hynek. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That's oh so God. awesome, man! <laughs> oh, that, that that image you made has still got me, man. That's like, oh, <laughs> so good. It's so good, dude. I'm telling you, that's what's good, though. I mean, like the thing is, like we gotta laugh about this shit. We gotta have fun with it. We can't. Swear, like, yeah, we we always talk about these every time, man. We just gotta yeah, have fun time. with it. Yeah, every time, why, you know. Yeah. Why, why, why wouldn't you? Like, well, yeah. yeah. Again, it's like. Well, this know, is some. This is some of the most fun I have. It's just sitting with you guys and and just shooting the breeze over this stuff and 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 relaxing. Like you know, like I really love what I do, but a lot of the time it feels like a job now. Like like well, like it, it is feels a like job, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is your job. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. this is like my downtime, you know, where I'm just kicking back. I love it. I love it. Yeah, this this is like you. Yeah, I guess you get to sort of like. I don't know, because I suppose you're always asking other people questions, aren't you? Like, yeah, man. Like, you know, little discourses where you'll talk about your feelings and your yeah, views yeah, yeah. Like it. But, but it's but it's usually like you know like I've prepared a lot and I'm like I'm like I'm not sitting in a vest drinking red wine for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good look. Yeah. 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 No, like, dude, I, I just I just love the the environment of our conversations. Like, it's just a lot more dialed back, and I just feel relaxed. Yeah, well, we can just we're just shooting the shit, man. Like, yeah, man. I mean, like. It's just, I mean, that's the thing, like, these conversations is just us speculating and talking about stuff we've learned or read or seen or heard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different if we're going to go, all right, let's sit down and I'm going to do a two-hour interview on John about his experience. Yeah, for sure. Or on you. Um, it's totally different, isn't it? And it's good. And to be honest, like, those kind of, like, big interviews where people give, like, really detailed stuff about their experiences i don't think it's compatible from for what happened with me anyway so i'm way better in these sort of uh conversations where you can just dip in and out you know yeah you your your experience is definitely one of the most <laughs> abstract like it's definitely one of the most like nuanced in terms of how it came about and like you, you know it's not your typical i'm outside a, a, an object comes into the sky like you had some just like, do you want to? Ex- would you be? Would you be willing to explain it? Because I think some people probably have never heard your story before. And like, is that something you'd want to tell? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like the basics are just, just that I, you know, like a lot of people saw a UFO when I was a, a, a kid, when I was a teenager, with with a friend and the guy walking a dog, and that's what got me hooked on it. And then saw two more in twenty nineteen. And that kind of turbocharged a lot of this, basically. Um, it goes a lot deeper because my research took me back into like per- more personal areas and stuff in terms of my family and um, not not don't, no great mysteries, but just in terms of what they were into and their interests and where that's taken me in terms of the uh, secret society stuff and the religion stuff, you know, like the Buddhist stuff and the Hindu stuff and... Um, esoteric so yeah I mean so for me it took me down down that route the esoteric it didn't take me to the X-Files it didn't take me to 
the pen yeah. doing this and that. It took me to the esoteric world. And like, uh, but at the same time, I still grew up watching the X-Files and uh, although, they, they, you know, I love all that, that, that element of it, which is why I'm on UFO Twitter. Well, yeah, I mean, like, for, for, for you, UFOs is kind of like an expression of your previous existing interest in esoterica and like, you know, kind of like spiritualism. It's it's grown out of that, right? Well, yeah. And, and for me, like, you know, like I do read about a lot of the reason that I read into it so much is because I'm, I didn't believe my own eyes. Like I honestly didn't believe my own eyes most of these times, even though there's other people to see a lot of these things um so for me and for some of the weirder experiences for me it was more about studying my way out of worrying that i was insane um you're trying to create the connection to something right yeah and go all right you know i'm not prepared to live in because i don't live in a, a diverse community i live in a little town you know like uh i can't go out and find other like-minded mid-40s guy maybe that was the freemasons actually like uh but i'm serious no you can yeah that's about about where you'd find him yeah so like um but so really the outlet for it's quite small you know what i mean i don't know i'm going with it but yeah it's deep man it's deep (laughs) Did did that help to answer anything jay (laughs) (laughs) i was just i was just enjoying listening to you talk don't worry yeah yeah yeah. i don't forget answered anything like that was a great political answer that's a good sound like you'd be running for congress yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's right may have known one said to me that uh, ufos may or may not be real (laughs) or may not Anyway. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who's kind of like stumbling statements, even though they didn't really like reveal that much. Something that echoed into our own media uh, environment in England was uh, Obama. You know, oh, yeah, Obama yeah. coming out recently and talking about uh, how at least you know he was like, you know, I, I think he did. He did he say I didn't find any alien bodies? Or he was saying like, I don't, I don't think that's the bit. He was like, but the you know the like the, yeah. the, the these these navy guys are seeing stuff. There is there there is these objects that are unidentified. Yeah, that 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 hit the mainstream media around here a little bit, which was good to see. Well, I mean, him saying that there is like. He's just watched the same news clips that everyone else has. Oh, I know, I know, but it's because he's Obama. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. People <laughs> listen to his Obama, yeah. But I mean, like, for him, like, that interview, like, what people took from it depends on your level of what, how much you want to believe and what you want to take from it. Because right. all he said was, I asked if there was aliens in labs. There wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But seriously, after they laughed about it, but seriously, you know, there are pilots at the moment seeing it. So it's in the papers in the New York yeah. Times, you know. So all he did was just confirm. Oh, but for sure. He said it in a kind of vaguely knowing way. Well, do you do you guys think that he knows something? Like, I, I have the feeling that Obama is one of the people that might actually know more than yeah. most presidents. Like, I, I don't know. I just get this feeling that he might be briefed on, on certain things. Mm. I doubt it. They just treat him like a temporary employee. That's, uh, I mean, you get four years, you know, eight years max. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But I, I, and plus, you know, I think they stopped telling, I heard they stopped telling president stuff when Reagan started running his mouth about Star Wars. And we we got a plane, we got an invisible plane. And like, like, (laughs) he said, what? Shut up, Mr. President. Yeah. yeah, 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 Then they get, then the SR 71 comes out and they're like, fuck. 
can you tell everybody we have an invisible plane? Let's just pull one out and show everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. like, and then he started. I get it. I don't know if he was going senile or just whatever. But they're like, we just can't tell people. We just can't tell these people shit anymore. Yeah. Nah. Which yeah, is probably well, he did, great. He did, the, uh, he did the same thing with Spielberg, right? You know, like he, oh, he did yeah. the whole like when when Spielberg premiered either Close Encounters or ET at the uh, the White House, and like he stood up, he stood up afterwards and was just like, you know, the I, I'd like to thank you for bringing this to the White House, and there's a lot of people in this room who know that everything on that film is is completely true, and it was just like, whoa, like, yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? You're going off the reservation, sir? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, but- but still, even I mean, if the people, even if the people, the president came out and said it, the president of America, there's a, a billion other countries that'd be like, yeah, right. You know, yeah. There's, exactly. yeah. But I mean, this, this is this is the thing. It's kind of like you know, and I'm, I, you know, I'm I'm guilty of it too. I'm I'm involved in the hype, the big hype machine from my little room in England. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know? But but the reality is, like, I guess, like, I look at it and just go, they're not hyping it here. All they're talking about here is like COVID mm-hmm. and trying to get the economy back on track yeah and boring shit like stuff that's like oh come on man talk about aliens please (laughs) but but part of that as well is like going back to the whole carl Jung thing that you know his thing whether you believe it or not was that he didn't in the end he believed that it was a savior a need for a savior complex oh yeah so the idea that you know the new age religions and stuff and spirituality like people start to feed into these newer thoughts or ways of conceiving spirituality because they need to feel like someone's going to save them. Yeah. And like the further for disclosures, like people aren't going, Oh, they're going to admit aliens hide under the fucking sofa. Like maybe some people are like you said, John, but the way that it is with people who are into this, it's like they expect that disclosure is going to be majestic. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think it's really dirty like, and nasty and we don't really want to I know a lot of it. Really dirty and nasty. But I think mm-hmm. that sadly, the only reason it's dirty and nasty is because it became a secret. Mm-hmm. And like um It's built over time. Yeah. And like because really, like, you know, what's dirty and nasty about what I think probably will be when they just go, what you should all probably be doing is working on being Hindus and Buddhists. <laughs> Because they've got it right, and you guys are so far down the fucking track, down the wrong way. Like, you know, no, fuck that shit, man. Let's go in there, shoot some shit. Let's go yeah. and buy it, spend some money. Let's go and, you know, like everyone knows, like, the earth's dying. Let's go and get on our planes and go on holiday again. Let's drive a massive fucking truck down the road. It's bullshit, man. Like, 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 you know, everybody's mad. Everybody's Yeah, insane. for sure, man, for sure. Like, we're all guilty of that as well. We're all guilty of, like especially in the West, like the overconsumption, uh, like social program. Like I, I find myself doing the same thing. Like, you know, I'll be like, I'll be shopping or something. I'll be like, do I really need this? Like, do I really need this? Or like, you know, like I'm more, more, more often than I used to, you know, I'm now having these moments of like, Oh man, like there's people like the, but the, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Cause it's like, you shouldn't necessarily feel guilty for being born into a certain place, but then it's like, how much do you want to feed into that program, that system that you know ultimately is not doing what it should be. It's only serving the artificial material consumer mindset. You know, how, how much should I be contributing to that? And it's, it's a difficult thing. It's, it's hard to balance sometimes, you know, just a ride, dude. It's just a fucking ride. It's a ride. Yeah. <laughs> take, take some acid and chill out. Like just, <laughs> right, man. fashion though, right? Like talking about clothing and things like fashion, for example, you know, like, 
a lot of my job for the last however long has been producing designs that go on to cotton, like mass production, like for screen printed t-shirts. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, so like uh, cotton production is a major pollution, polluter of the world. I'm glad I don't do it anymore. You know, like I've stopped doing it now. Like um, there's little things where I look at it and go, well, I actually made a lot of money out of that. Uh, I can't anymore. And this is the thing, right? Like, I'm not perfect. I'm a prick in so many ways. <laughs> but like, you're our prick, though, now. That's what we love about you. Man. I'm your prick, baby. I love you, your prick. But, like, <laughs> but, like, but seriously, like, there's certain things where I've had to go, I can't anymore, yeah? yeah? Because to talk about it and to think about it and know it's right, rationally, and not act on it is insane. Yeah, that definitely yeah that's the worst. It's, it's like... Mm-hmm. How can you know this and not act upon it? Yeah, it's worse. It's worse than being ignorant. If you if you like actually consciously know that you shouldn't be contributing to something, but you keep doing it, then well, you know, listen, I get, I completely agree. And something just beamed into my head is that I wonder if these people that are in the know or in in the capacity to know what's going on with a lot of the shit have these same moments. For where, sure, man. they're just like I can't live with my life anymore, knowing that blah. Right? Yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah. <clears throat> no doubt. And they go mad and they kill themselves or they become drunks or they, you know, they start chatting shit and then they get shut up or they, yeah, yeah, yeah no, for sure. Like, you know, well, that, that goes back to what I was, I was saying before, but I'm not envious of those people. Like I don't, I don't envy those people that have, have had to kind of keep a lot of the secrets because yeah, like, you know, if you're, if, you know, you put yourself in the position of these, of these guys, mainly guys, I would imagine, because it's still the patriarchal military secrecy uh, in a sanctum kind of bullshit. And there's, you know, yeah. a lot of male dominance in that, in that arena still. But like, you know, you, you put yourself in the position of people that are genuinely in their mindset, very patriotic and just trying to serve their country and doing what they genuinely believe to be what's in the best interest of their country. And, uh, and, you know, at the same time, they've got this massive, I would imagine if they're a normal human being, like a big moral responsibility weighing on their shoulders of like, I am, I am in possession of knowledge that is kind of like fundamental to humans. It's, it's not just about military strategy, even though that's involved. And that's the reason why I have to keep quiet about this is because of Russia, it's because of China, it's because of all of these impending threats. But I know I shouldn't be holding on to this. This is so important for people. Like that is not okay. Like I would I would hate to be in that position. I would hate what, it. What about the Pope? What about <laughs> Yeah? What about like all these the, people? The like, Dalai Lama. Right? Sequence, like, you know, like the, the, what is it? Like a, my- a mystery. I can't there's a great saying I heard the other day. And it said a mystery is only a mystery because somebody's decided to keep it secret. Mm-hmm. And like, but I mean, the, the reality of these things is like, so when you go to secret esoteric knowledge, that uh, all this stuff, like, well, the only reason it's a secret is because somebody at some point went, no one else needs to know this. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. mine. And it becomes, it's a selfish act. It is a um, selfish Unless someone can prove to me otherwise and say, there's only certain people who are able to have this knowledge because the rest of you are idiots and you're going to destroy yourselves with it. Well, that's yeah. part of it too. But I mean, but you know, I, I think even yeah. DeLong even said in a couple of his interviews too, he's like, there's some people that do things that we can imagine so that you can go to the baseball game with your kids on Saturday and you can do this. Yeah. I mean, you know, he said that a couple of different interviews and that's totally it, man. But at the but, same, like you said, but like, what if this gets out and people can blow everybody up, you know, I don't know. 
Well, I mean, what are they doing? I mean, like, so, I mean, when you say things like that, I, I think about popular culture, like shows I've seen and stuff. And, you know, that statement makes me think of um, Jack Ficking, what's his name? Oh. Awesome. 24, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer, yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember, like, the first season of 24, there's a scene in that where it was like, this, this is the guy who has to do the dirty things so we can <laughs> sleep well at night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and there's a scene in it where he goes along and, they don't take it as far as they could have, but he pretends that he's chopped off the head of one of the terrorists and he goes and delivers the head to one of what is the, the dude's friends in some basement in LA or whatever. Yeah, here's the guy's fucking head, yeah. I mean, fucking business. Jack fucking Bauer 24. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, that's people doing the shit they need to do, to keep, you know, like, so right, people right, head chopped and like torture and you know, like. It is. It just is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And you get the dudes who are like monitoring and keeping us safe, and soldiers and cops and all that. But you know, the people that are making like, yeah, you know, it's people out there murdering and killing and mm-hmm. lying and setting people up and you know. Yeah, you know. And then the argument for that is it's for the greater good, but then it just comes back to you know one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter and <clears throat> all those kind of things. Like you know, you. you it's, it, it all depends on where you are positioned globally, what idea you as, ascribe to, what country your Which is your patriot. This whole thing is you is US centric only. I mean, yes. we're an anomaly. We're in a, me and Jay are an anomaly. And the British, we are, yeah. British you guys got Nick Pope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not oh, official until you get that black je- leather jacket <clears throat> I'm yeah, just saying yeah, yeah. Still waiting documents on. in the car park <laughs> Jay's gonna go get it right now he's gonna go get the documents oh, in his man, leather jacket leather jacket oh my god oh fucking this is gonna be the, the next photoshop <laughs> <laughs> him and Nick Pope at a car park <laughs> passing secret documents I'm trying to find it find my leather jacket I do have a leather jacket <laughs> I knew you did I knew you did <laughs> it's got to be slightly small it's got to have one of those things at the top that buttons over the, the, oh yeah like the, the flappy yeah, 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 yeah. 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 well I, do you think that your guys is, I think I think this is my perception is that your media is severely more controlled than the American media even though all media is controlled but I think that maybe the your, yeah, your maybe media I mean, because you got the BBC one, the BBC two, everything's the fucking BBC, right? I don't know. Well, you got the BBC channels, and then you got the independent channels. But yeah, like um, they'll tell. Yeah, it's not. It's not just BBC. Like it's (laughs) one, two, and three. You've just got three channels on the television. What do you think we're living in over here? The Queen's speech all day. That's it. Jeez, love the Queen. Parliament is right. Love the Queen. Parliament is right. Yeah. I can ask you guys what a fucking Stop crumpet was. I, I know. I ask you, I'm like, I give an English muffin for the Americans. I'm like, is this an English muffin? You're like, it's a fucking crumpet, boy. I said that. I said that to a friend of mine. I said that to my mate. I was like, you wouldn't believe what this guy thought. He thought this was an English muffin. He was like, are you kidding me? It's a crumpet. Yeah, man. Like, um. Crumpets are really nice, John. Yeah, I, like them. I, like, I love a crumpet. Amazing. I love I a fucking love crumpet. I'll eat one every day. I love day. a bit of crumpet, I do. Fish and chips, anyone? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, just trying to appeal to the, uh, the stereotype. No, that's cool. I can do more cowboy stuff, I think, if you need. One sec. Yeah, I'm, cu- I'm, I'm finding this jacket. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking his clothes off. I'm finding his little jacket. Oh, oh no. 
Do Bring some secret work. files on as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need at least two secret files. Right, some filing cabinets behind you, maybe. <laughs> the basement office. Uh, I've got, um, unbeknownst to you, I've just opened a whole panel behind me into a new into a new room. Wow. So it's yeah. like not, another dimension. It's Narnia. It's a whole other, it's a whole other world. <laughs> Mr. Thomas will come out. In fact, a little guy walks out. Uh, you know, we haven't talked about this, but like, what is the, what is your, <laughs> that's it. Uh, Jay, Jay, hang on a sec, man. I'm going to pass you some secret documents. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shit. Tell me, Nick, how long <laughs> were you uh, president of UK for? When did you uh, become 0017? Oh my God! This is it. This is this is the picture. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. embrace it. Embrace it. Uh, J Pope. Nice. J Pope the second. Right, oh my God, dude! I. What has what, what? <laughs> <laughs> we've we've divulged now into what is is that an actual Twizzly helicopter hat? That's amazing. That's it. That's amazing. That's you can it's be amazing. my sidekick. You can it's be my. You can be my. Up my youth. My youthful sidekick. Let's <laughs> roll. Oh, I'm curious as to what's going on with John now. Something's like, oh yeah, he's getting the velvet. The velvet oh, suit. I'm loving it. You guys look really cool. I've got a stupid hat on. <laughs> you just got a little, little schoolboy's hat on. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Anyway. Dream team. <laughs> the dream police. Da, 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 representing, da, da. representing Great Britain. <laughs> so proud. There you go. I don't have anything, anything weird to do. Hang on. Yeah, this is this is the something weird. these are the guys that are gonna solve disclosure. I have no doubt. Say, hang on. Hello. <laughs> is that just more? What is owl. going on with you? Is that an owl? Is that an owl, owl, owl phone? <laughs> um, there you go. Anyway, brief. I love it, man. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm just gonna keep my night rider look going for a little longer. Well, yeah. What about Holden? Has that dude talked to you lately? He's uh yeah no I've 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 spoken to him a couple times on the phone. He's just dealing with some crazy crazy bullshit right now. Yeah. Um, but like yeah, nah, that's he's his doing job, right, man. Spoke- <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, no, but you you know uh, you know about the whole situation, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, uh, having to stay out of his house for a while. So he's just, I'm just looking at you. Just John Luke, you look hilarious. Oh my god, you look hilarious. Yeah, no, he's he's doing all right, man. He's doing all right. I I still I still plan on I'm still planning on getting him on for an interview at some point. Just when when things are less uh, hectic for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. That'll be good, man. That'll be good. This 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 month this month has been fucking crazy. Like this month has been crazy for me. Like I've just had so much to do. Yeah, and uh, and like you know, there's been too much to keep up with. Like I was saying at the beginning of this, when when we first jumped on, like I've got my my UAP news videos, and like the, <laughs> I've got like a list of like fifty articles and like news reports that have come out in the last two three weeks alone. It's like that's insane. Like you wouldn't have thought that that would have have, have happened. You know, I mean, we talk about it's true. 
John, we talk about the fact that in the UK it's not really happening, and I, I, I think that it will change. But you know, it's it's genuinely awesome to see all of this coverage coming out of the states. It's 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 oh, a yeah, totally, totally different world. Well, yeah. your your guy from Australia too is going to drop that thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys saw that. So like yeah. Ross Coulter, oh, that's exciting. You know, like Ross is Ross is awesome. I'm so lucky I got connected to Ross early on, and uh, and you know he's he's been in. He, he's a dark horse. Like he's in the background doing this stuff. He's not talking about it on Twitter until he recently announced the documentary, which is going to be premiering uh, on uh, on Sunday this coming Sunday. I don't know when it's going to go internationally, but I'm sure it will. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know he. He's been working in the background. He's been traveling. He got, basically got written a blank check by the by the production company. Just kind of like, here, just go out. Like, we don't care wow. how much money this costs. We're going to fly you out to wherever you need to go. You're going to no go. Shit. You know, he sat, He went to Christopher Mellon's house. He met people all over America. He met people all over Australia. And uh, yeah, he's been traveling around nonstop. I don't know if this is true. <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not. <laughs> uh, like, I hope it is because like I've got a little group chat on Facebook with like Ross and James Rigney and a few other people, and we all kind of talk back and forth quite frequently and i swear someone said that he was riding to devil's tower on the back of a motorcycle with lou elizondo (laughs) i I don't know if that was a a joke or if that was true but i saw that there was a shot of devil's tower in the documentary trailer so i think he was like wild hogging it over to to devil's tower with lou elizondo Uh, they're just camping out they're just camping out you know eating (laughs) schmores doing a sea (laughs) forever gonna fucking get that wetsuit on then but yeah 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 Yeah, but no it's really cool what he's doing like i'm really excited to see this documentary um and it's not the end of what he's doing he's doing a lot of work you know uh, continuing continuing on from that and he's got the book uh that he's been he's put out i've completely forgotten the title of it so i'm gonna now look it up immediately um, oh that's all good it's all, it's i got all right, a bolt, so it, i got a bolt in a couple minutes too i hate to go but i got uh sorry I yeah no pick no up worries, the grill. i gotta pick up the grill in plain in plain sight for anyone interested it's called in plain sight in, in plain it's coming sight. out uh coming out in august but uh yeah no don't worry dude we've been going for almost two hours yeah. now Jean-Luc, I got a lot of people going, why did you guys end your last talk so fast? Jean-Luc brought up the grail and you're like, I got to go. And then you end the video. <laughs> yeah, suspicious. <laughs> I was like, you didn't want you're like, you didn't want to hear the boring other part of that shit. It was like, I, I got to, yeah. Pick up my daughter. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I got to go pick up my kid. <laughs> wait, mate, my kid's first day. Like, this is the thing. I, could, I couldn't do what Jay does and be all serious because it'd just be a, a disaster. <laughs> my dog would come in and be, be sick or something like my neighbor's dog is a nightmare my neighbor's dog is an absolute nightmare like i literally do most of my interviews at like 9 10 11 o'clock onwards because like i've got the yappiest dog next to me it's just like (laughs) all day every day so yeah i've got like a little window at late at night where i interview people other than that and i live literally next door to a primary school it's like like at certain certain intervals of the day it's just like a horde of children run out and start screaming so it's yeah, I, I have very small windows of opportunity <laughs> for my interviews. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I mean, if I, 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 yeah, it wouldn't be possible. I'd be far too worried. I'd be interviewing someone important, and well, you know, I hope I probably would be. <laughs> yeah, very you would. If I was doing my show, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> the Pope, I'd be interviewing the Pope, <laughs> and then uh, and then yeah, my wife would come in, like, "You haven't done the washing. <laughs> <laughs> the kids need feeding. Yeah, yeah what the fuck, man? Mow the grass." Yeah, 
it. Let's say it's real life right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, ufology is definitely a single man's game. <laughs> in my little dark At least I can just be a loner. I can <laughs> just, I can just do this without disturbance. I've had so many times where my wife is like, don't be fucking getting the whole family abducted. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever you're sure. doing, don't fucking. Yeah. Don't bring, don't like, bring don't your do shit into our shit. Yeah, yeah. She's like, just don't fucking. I don't want to wake up on a ship because your ass opens a portal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Really yeah. It, John. It's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah, if, if, if any portals open up around you, it's all going to be eyes on you, John. There's Ooh, no one shit. else to blame. It's just good. You're the portal guy. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how. <laughs> How'd you do it? How? I don't know if I can know. <laughs> oh, guys. Some kind of like incantations. And- we, yeah, we just said Crowley three times. <laughs> <laughs> like Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. You just say it three times, portal opens up. We actually did. We actually did like a meditation um, with some type of binaural beats. Like, I don't know what the, nice. I can't remember the frequency was, whatever, but we did that for like 25 minutes. And then we just kind of sat there quiet for like another 20 minutes. And then we kind of all opened our eyes and it was like, oh, look at that big hole. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. We burned a hole in the uh, in the sky. <laughs> and the weird part was everybody was like real pumped up the night before. But then that, everybody was like, oh, okay. Everybody just went to bed. Like so everybody was kind of like, oh, okay. And just everybody. Phased, kinda, phased out. Yeah. It's yeah. They were just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Which was, I mean, whatever. They were Rosicrucians. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Interesting, isn't it? when the ufology stuff starts to tap in, because it's like, I wonder, you know, you were saying earlier that some of those guys had never seen anything like that before. And right. So I wonder how, I wonder what their, their take on it is. Like, well, they, I mean, I, I never shut up about it. So they're like, oh yeah. Cause it's the same thing, you know? I mean, they put up with me cause they're like, oh yeah, John, UFOs are like, you know, and then like, it's funny Well, they'll send me stuff that's like three weeks old. I'm like, did you see this thing? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw 30 this thing, seconds like, you know, after it came out. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for I thinking know, about me. <laughs> I get the same thing happening. It's hilarious. It's like, yeah, at least they're thinking about, about it. They're thinking yeah, it's they're, great. It's great. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, cause I'm guessing like, cause if you're a Rosicrucian, I'm guessing that, that idea, like the fact that you went out to the countryside and meditated with a group of guys and stuff, and you know, like you are working, operating on a deeper level of what you're trying to find. Yeah, it's funny that ufology probably would tie into that if there weren't a stigma attached to it. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying, yeah, oh, like, for sure, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, everybody. No, like, they were all really cool. I mean, we're all really cool with everybody, you know, and everything. And they were just like, "Yeah, let's do it." And when I brought it up, I talked to everybody like, "Hey, dude, this is what I want to do. Do you guys want?" Everybody's like, "Yeah, we're down." Let's do it. Nobody was like, no, you were an idiot. Everybody's like, no, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Go, let's go. It's yeah. cool. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, you know? It's good, man. It yeah, it's yeah. super cool. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, hey yeah, I love you guys. It's been, it's been great, guys. Gary, once again. I love you guys a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I appreciate you, dude. Man. I love you. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, Until which next will time. be which will be pretty soon, I'm sure, because there's so much yeah. to discuss and talk about. To- we got to do a, one of our little trips, dude. Yeah, yeah you guys yeah. need to do that for sure. Mm. Well, we're gonna do. We're we're, we're probably gonna go to uh, the the Pentuk, uh site, yeah. right, with Kaz yeah. Clark, and you yeah. know we're gonna do a road trip down there when when she uh, when she tells us when she wants us to come over and see the see the place. That'll be interesting, man. I like. I I still want to. I want to take samples of the tree bark because yeah, it's still that. supposedly yeah. There's still supposedly trees with the white burn marks on them. So I want to. I want to take samples of that shit. Like, you know, for sure, do it. Seems important. See if we can find somebody who's uh, qualified to actually look at them. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, find See, some. Uh, you probably some guy. Yeah, you might. You know, you could be like. Hey, uh, Jacques Vallée, I've got some white tree bark. Yeah, come analyze my bark. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'll send it to him. I'll send it you, to him a little while. Honestly, how could he say no? We'd be all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Fuck it. But seriously, like, you know, yeah. like, imagine if you, you take him, yeah, debris from uh, or something that's been affected by a supposed UFO. Yeah, I'd say that pe- people would want to see that, wouldn't they? I just want to yeah. see it. Yeah. Get some for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get bark for everyone, mate. Oh, I'll have bark. I'll just chop down the entire tree, yeah? Yeah, I'll just take the tree. Yeah. Like Sell it on back. eBay. <laughs> That's it. Turn up in Wales, Authentic Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, guys. Right. Uh, it's been a pleasure, as always. And uh, I will see you guys in the next one. Dream team. Much love to you all. Dream team. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya. Bye. Adios.